Welcome back, everyone, to From the Spot podcast. I am one of your hosts here, Harley Constable. We've also got Andy in the studio. Yeah, try and say my last name, mate. <laughs> Marijuana. <laughs> Andrew Mayorana in the studio. We've got old mate Emre Sechkin in the studio. Oh, he got it. He did get it. He's and we've right. got CEO Jack Brophy over here. On the decks, on the laptop, on the everything, socials, whatever you want to call it. So, how was the weekend, fellas? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. We got there. I'm happy. We got a win. Got so. the dub. Got the dub. So we had a good weekend. Fucking everyone back. got results we here. Actually, are back. In, yeah. Until you play another bottom ten <laughs> team, and then you'll fucking drop lose. points. Yeah, <laughs> until we play fucking Luton Town next week. Yeah. <laughs> good to see you in a Chelsea shirt though. Not it a is. It is good. <laughs> He's got a reason to wear it for once, which is fucking great. Yeah, no, nah, good performance from Chelsea. For once. Even though we got robbed, though. Uh, we got robbed, but good performance. Yeah. 23 goals in one day the other day. What a weekend. 23 goals. I think it was 38 for the weekend all up. That's wild. I reckon that would be close to uh, a, record. a record for yeah. an entire weekend of goals. 38. What's that make it? 3.8 goals per game? I wonder what the record is. Mm. That's something you can look up stats, man. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Premier League weekend goals record. I don't know. Bryce got 53 it. goals. Oh, fuck. Uh, so we're nowhere near it. When was that? Oh, there you go. 92-93. Opening season. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. All right. Any, uh, any other talking points before you want to jump into the weekend's results and have a little chat? Um, just the downfall of Tottenham Hotspur. Yep, we did say it was coming. We we, we called it. We said it was coming. And I think it's uh it's been a thing in the Prem for years. They have a cracker start, but thirteen weeks. It's new in, manager yeah, comes yeah. in. Yeah, it's that They're new manager hyped. feeling. Everyone's feel playing bad. for the badge after they haven't played for the badge for the last three years. <laughs> Kane's been playing. Well, for sorry, the badge no, for they like haven't played years. for the badge since the first team games of last yeah. last season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I, I agree there. It's 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 come, <laughs> it's it's happening. <laughs> I mean, you've got you've, good. you've yeah. got a few excuses that you could pull out of the. Don't like any London clubs, but they've lost some lost some good players, players that were making a difference for them. Van yeah. de Ven injured, uh, long term, fa- fairly long term. Yeah, Madison seems longer term than they thought initially. Well, yeah, initial initial thought was maybe. Couple two, red two, cards as well, weeks, yeah. so they miss them as well. So who knows? They might bounce back a little bit at least. You expect them to still perform to a degree, but do you think they still get top four? Um, oh, that's I was talking goal, about actually. Brof before. Uh, uh, talking about this to Brophy before, I was actually falling back on now that I think my prediction of the top four it wasn't looking very good about five weeks ago, but that City Liverpool. And Arsenal slash United, mm-hmm. since since we're getting players back and are still in a decent position, and Tottenham have lost players, I think that's a lot more likely than that's anything it. else at the moment. It's funny that you've come from eighth up to fourth now. Like no six, are you sixth? But still, yeah. If you look at the, some of the performances we put up, and we're still seeing six. That's yeah, well, it's not, not a great. Great reflection of what we want, but you know, at the, the end best. of the day, if you're playing badly and still getting results, then yeah, you you know, take everyone it. plays badly at some point during the season. It's just when you 
when you are playing badly, you still got to take points. That's that's the thing. City without, does it better than anyone. Yeah. Well, without previously looking, I called Spurs around week thirteen as their downfall. I was He's just got looking at his own horn over here. I, I was just looking at their next fixture, which is match day thirteen. It is Villa. I reckon Villa are gonna fucking pump them. Villa's looking good, man. So really looking good. That's kind of my my probably pick for next week. I reckon. Right is the Villa game because we're going into an international break, aren't we? We are. So we're only going to cover the the weekend's results. We're not going to predict deep dive here yeah. for next week because we've got the feels like the eighth fucking international yeah, break for the season in twelve weeks. <laughs> it's just never ending. But how was your weekend, Emre? I had a good weekend. Hmm? I think I think we got robbed in that game, though. To be mm-hmm. honest, it's like it's a really good performance. You're playing against the best team in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea but, City, yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, I just that Haaland penalty is fucked. And I we think, were talking about this before. He full dived. He dived. He full dived. Everyone's going to argue there was a wrestle there. Nah, they both started. Dive. They both wrestled each other. It probably started with Haaland. You no, know, that was Anthony Taylor's. First game back in the Premier League since he had a Absolutely. fucking stinker. And then he has he got, another stinker. He got fucking relegated pretty much. He was, yeah. He was refereeing in the fucking championship. How's that? Was he the only one that – wasn't there someone else that got put – or was it Anthony Taylor that got put down like one, one I think or two the, weeks ago? I think the VAR guy got put down as well. I know Should one get of put the... down like euphonated. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Solid, <laughs> but I think the uh, the argument we'll have before is no matter what Harlan going down or not, Thiago Silva's there to clear that ball. Speaking of, so why just, is the penalty called? Just also quickly, we're talking about the four four yes. Chelsea versus Chelsea, Man yeah. City. While yep. we're, while we're on that game, we may as well talk about the the score there. Yep. So continue. Um. So yeah, we we're, were talking about it off air. Silva clears that. Yeah. So why is the penalty that. called? Yes, it's a foul. But in that situation, it's 50-50. They're both pulling. They're both jerking each other But is off. it even 50-50? Like, you can look at Cucurella's size. He's the size of my fucking small toe. Yeah, he's 40 kilos and, and fucking, some. Oh, he actually yeah. reminds me of your build, your yeah. hair sort of. Like. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a compliment. Big, big curly. <laughs> Little curly. And fucking Harlan's fucking eight foot fucking brick cyborg. house. Like, it's not 50-50. <laughs> no. <laughs> How the that's fucking Cucurella how, how do you fall from Cucurella? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, oh. in- interesting call. It was a good game, though. Good game. Good game. I'm actually, uh, I went through the highlights, but I was sitting there thinking I might go and watch the 25-minute recap, recap to actually get a good good version of the game because it looks like something that would be worth watching outside of, obviously, Man United. It's, it's the that game of the season so far. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I think oh, yeah. so, too, to be yeah, honest. Definitely. Was... And there's been a few good ones, too. Yeah. Like really, really good game. So that that's got to have topped it off. But how about Andy? We just we'll get into the results, into yeah. the results, and then we'll talk about a few of the games after. Oh, will we? Yeah, because I want to talk about that Wolves Spurs game. E- so we'll start with that. We got Wolves beating Spurs two one at home. We got United scraping by with a one 0 win over Luton. We've got Arsenal beating Burnley three one at home. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Crystal Palace going down to Everton. We talk about this every week. They're surprising us. Don't know what you're going to get from it. I know. it's two, uh, So that was a, a 3-2 win for Everton. Um, we've got Bournemouth taking Newcastle 2-0 with Solanke on the score sheet How there. How many injuries we got? How many injuries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, trivia. 
<laughs> we got uh, Villa taking a 3-1 win over Fulham. We've got Brighton and Sheffield United drawing. We've got West Ham taking a 3-2 win over Nottingham Forest. Liverpool with a comfortable 3-0 over Brentford. Probably should have been 5. And we've got the Chelsea City game, the 4-all draw. Um, now, I want to talk about this this Wolves-Spurs start game. Start at the top. Yeah, start at the top. Friday uh, night or what, Saturday for us, was it? Uh, yeah, Saturday for us. Yeah. Yeah, Friday um, night in the UK. Sarabia's goal. Jesus, mate. That's that exactly, couldn't have been any oh, more yeah. perfect. It was that little touchdown. Oh, the volley. the control, me. the volley, beating a keeper near post. It's not something you expect from a Wolves player. Like, yeah, I don't think an Allison, an Edison, a fucking... Why are we talking about Edison? He's just dropped from the Brazilian... Nah, he pulled out, I think. But Edison, he's like, let's face it, he's not a great he's not a shot great, stopper. But he's one of the best keepers in the world. So, so calls everyone. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, Carius, Like, I don't. I don't think anyone. <laughs> I don't think anyone would have saved that shot. To be honest, yeah. Like, that was a cracker. I haven't seen the Lamina one, but that was another a late. Mm. So they scored twice after ninety minutes. Like, is it a lapse? It's a bottle job, mate. It's a genuine classic Spurs, yeah. yeah. And you know what? It's it's a bit of karma for a few of the things that have gone their way earlier this season. Rough. They had a lot of stuff go their Rough way. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it's just a little bit of that. All right, let's let's bring it back to back to ground zero after <laughs> you know they're probably about plus eight in in mm. karma points. Yeah. So they've yeah, brought still, it back. There's still bit. positive karma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still a ways to go. Um, right, uh, we'll jump into your boys. Yep. One nil over Luton. What's happened? Talk us through it, mate. Um, well, if you watch, sorry, give us the excuses, mate. Uh, if you watched the game, it was very one sided. It was just lacking the, f- the finish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the same issue you've had all season, really. Pretty much. You had Rashford and Garnacho were both one on one in the, and you wouldn't have seen it in the highlights. The uh, Garnacho one, they admitted it, but um. Both of them were one-on-one with the keeper and just fucking fluffed it. Mm. Uh, Hoyland should have scored once, took a real good save from the keeper. McTominay scored, or probably should have scored as well. So there was a there was a fair few points where, you know, that game easily could have been three or four nil. Yeah. Whereas um, Luton probably had maybe one, one genuine chance that took a good save from... Anana, and that's about it. So, scoreline was one nil, but yeah, probably a two or three nil game would would have been fair. Yeah, fair result. Um, any other touching points? Touch, touch. I'm just yeah. It's it's frustrating to watch the the lack of cutting edge, but mm. at the same time, I'm looking at what Hoyland's doing. And for a twenty-year-old, his ball movement, like off the ball movement, mm. is fucking elite. That's like, good. That's really, good. really good. So you know that once he gets his his finishing cleaner, you're going to get goal. Like he's constantly he's in got there getting a lot of talent. Mm. If if you boys we just need to develop him, we need to shine him. He's going to be an absolute him. weapon. That's probably a player that I would love to have at Liverpool. Like is it, is, is over it, your strikers already. Well, he's completely different to any of theirs. Like yeah, he, he's a different ball player. So he reminds me a lot of a Bobby Firmino. 
strong on the ball, movement Except off more the ball. physical as well. A lot, yeah, a lot more harder. Like he does get involved. That's the thing. Even yeah. when he doesn't score, he yeah, he gets but, involved. On and that's area. what Bobby did. That's exactly you. You'll watch Bobby come from our eighteen-yard box up to theirs, involved Prepping, the whole time. Yeah. So, so he's got that that kind of attitude towards the game, which is unreal. I'd take him to be honest. I'd take him under in the current Liverpool squad, a hundred percent. Would love to see him under Klopp, under a manager that knows can what manage. He's doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I saw a, uh, a stat the other day that was eleven. We've had eleven different back four partnerships across <laughs> eighteen Christ. games. Eleven, fuck, and two of them have been out starting back four. That's it. That's fucked. Yeah, that is fucked. <laughs> I went through. I went, holy fuck, he's right. I went and checked it because I thought it was a bullshit statistic, but it wasn't. No. So anyway, we'll jump um, into what's next: Arsenal, Burnley. Arsenal, Burnley. I didn't take much from it, apart from that little karate kick from Zinchenko. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that one? <laughs> just like mid-air just went whoosh. Hello, Dekenio. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, honestly, just exactly what we expected from that game, really, even with the red card. Yeah. Uh, now, Everton, week in, week out, they're surprising us. Games they should lose, they're not losing. Games, and they're, and they're scoring. They're actually getting on the score sheet. Like it's weird. It's two or three goals every week at this stage, which is a better, better outcome than what you boys are pumping out. So mm. very interesting. Um, what do you reckon, Emery? They're both still going to get relegated, in my opinion. Palace, Palace, and Everton. Ooh, ooh, Paul. You, Paul. you just hate fucking old mate, don't you? I do. From Palace, <laughs> <laughs> he was the fucking manager of England when. They had the best fucking squad. Oh, Skeletor Hodgson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oi, we're paying him out every week, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. He's but, still got the clean sheet record, I think, for the... Somehow. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, not much. What do you mean the somehow? They just parked the bus. <clears throat> not much. Not <laughs> much to... <laughs> yeah. I hate watching that footy, eh? But not much from the Palace-Everton game. The only um, good thing from that is Eze. Yeah, mate, that he signed on. That too. kid is class. He's, he young. Is He's only fucking young. Yeah, very good, very good player. He got booked for simulation as well. Actually, um, like Mency almost took him in the mm, summer. Mm. No, that I thought that was Elise. As Elise, yeah, was it both? I don't know. What a queen the last doors. Eze looks very, very good. Nah, the Palace have a couple of good players. He scored a cracker. Uh, was it, yeah, I think it was Eze scored a cracker free kick last year against us to. Draw the game. I think it was the last kick of the game, and he top binned it from fucking ages <laughs> out. It was an absolute piss take. But yeah, moving he's going to be very good moving forward. <laughs> moving, moving on. Forward, yeah. moving, moving on. on. Moving on. We've got Bournemouth. On. <laughs> Bournemouth taking 2 0 win over Newcastle in the Eddie Howe Cup. Yeah. Um, Solanke. Now, Rofe and I talk about him a lot. <clears throat> he loves to score in crucial moments. Love him. They were scrappy goals. Yeah. I, scrappy goals. Still. It's Bournemouth. He yeah. may as well be coming a mascot, I reckon, <laughs> from the spot. Him, <laughs> actually, him and Bowen. Up on the, up on the wall. Oath. I'll cop that. CEO, we got to get Bowen and Solanke jerseys up on the wall. Anyone that collects memorabilia that has a signed Solanke photo yeah. and a, CEO, a Bowen Jack one. Jack Brophy will 
pay you whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a few good shots from Bournemouth. Like they looked looked pretty good. Um, I think the stats were a little bit in favour for them as well. So it's uh, good to see Bournemouth. I like seeing him in the league, to be honest. A couple of games back to back. Yeah, I love Doing seeing him right. in the league. Um, moving on to Villa form, I think we kind of guessed this. Did, do you have the Emery will have up? something? Hey, no, I don't. But Emery will have something good to say about Villa. Surely it was his roughy, mm. roughy pick at the start of the year. It. I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the highlights. Nothing. Oh. I have not, no idea. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, I don't even know who scored. They just look cutting edge. The break that I think it was not McGinn, but McGinn was involved in. He was working. He just they just broke out and they just bang, bang, bang. One touch. Laptop is on the fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised if we're still recording or not. All right, we're still going. Charges pulled out, but we'll be right, boys. That has my two thousand dollar MacBook right pucking up, eh? <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, that um, they just look very, very it's a clean. Rack book pro, right? <laughs> They've got that counter attack working well. Yeah, um, and McGinn actually scored a cracker from out the outside the box as usual. That seems to be the only go- goals that he scores. Villa is probably the one team that I wouldn't think I'd watch this season, but I enjoy watching them. They're really good to watch under you know Emre. Mm-hmm. So positive things from Villa. It's looking good. Yep. Uh, we'll move forward to Brighton. Brighton, Sheffield. Now it's unreal their drop off so far. The slump. It's a like, genuine slump. Is I, it? I've got a question to ask you guys. Mm. Do you think the European games have got anything to do with that drop off? Because they started the season well, mm. and since they've started playing extra games, they've actually regressed in their performances. What do you guys think, Emery? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Logical sense as well. Um, but fucking nothing ever co- that comes out of your mouth is logical. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, bro. But Brighton were always going to do that though. Like they lost all of their good players, all of their main players. Yeah, they brought in a few, mm-hmm. a few good talent. They brought in Ansu Fadi. Yeah, actually looks good. Um, but they're always going to do that, and it's starting to show now. Yeah, you're mm. probably looking a bit rough when you've got Adam Lallana starting in your midfield. Like, I love Lalana. I'd die by Lalana. He was an unreal player for us, but he's definitely moved on like he's not in his prime. Mm. For him to be starting in your 11, it's a little bit concerning. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Definitely not at the peak fitness he was. So, good to see him still getting a game, though. Like, he's a cult icon for me. I I loved him at Liverpool. He's he's been at James Miller, too, aren't they? They they, they froth Milner. Yeah, I I froth Milner too. He was just that one percenter that did everything. Mm. And so he and does he still play at Brighton? Who Milner? Milner. Yeah, I, think I think he's, he's on and off the bench. Yeah, um, coming off. Although he wasn't sure of games and he stuff. wasn't picked in the the bench for this game. Mm. So actually, as well, before we go too far away from that Villa, they've won thirteen games on the trot at home. Jeez. That's since, some Liverpool stats since there. Last year, thirteen in in a row. Well, from memory, I think uh, we haven't lost a home game in since Van Dyke came to, Like legitimately, since lost, 2009. Oh, what you've either drawn or drawn or wins. I don't believe 
It was some stat like that. That's a big call. You better look that yeah, up. You better look that up. Everton beat you like last season, bro. Was it at home? Yeah. I thought it was at the... I think that was at Goodison. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you lost that record. Might have... Oh, you know what? It probably wasn't in the Premier League. It was probably in one of the other comps. No, no. You know, these stats always end up like that when they start cherry picking. They go, oh, yeah, but, you know, they've played... They've lost four games at home that aren't in the Premier League. Those sorts of ones. But anyway... (laughs) In the next game, while Statsman's looking that up, uh, what do we have? West Ham United versus Nottingham Forest. As we say every week. Jared Bowen did a hat trick. Well, <laughs> he didn't, but he, he scored. Bowen scores, as usual. So, Jared Bowen, if you're listening, we love you, mate. <laughs> We're going to buy a little statue here and put you up in the corner. Come guest spot on From the Spot. Yep, you can come over. Tell us, Any tell day, us your mate. life story. You can be our mascot as well. <laughs> also, if anyone has signed memorabilia, yeah. <laughs> hit us up. Yeah, right. honestly, it's honestly, on Brof's card, so it's on the company card, guys. We're right. Honestly, looked like a good game. Uh, Anthony Alanga, I didn't know he had a rig like that. Boy, he's solid bloke, eh? Looks like fucking it, it, bigger than Prime Ronaldo. You'd say he's in between Prime Ronaldo and what's Lukaku. his name? <laughs> Lukaku. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, what's his name from Wolves? The one that went to Barca and then went back. Trey Oh, yeah. Oh, he's in between. a fucking he's in, big boy. He's, he's in between Ronaldo, prime Ronaldo, and, and Trey yeah. yeah. He's true. got a six, like, Langer's got a six-pack on top of his six-pack. I believe that's, that's 12, mate. Yep. He's got a 12-pack. Good maths. Thanks. Quick quick. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, it looked like an all right game uh, to watch. Hammers got over the line there. Mm-hmm. So, is Hixie's probably... Sent CEO bro for hammer emoji during the week. <laughs> <laughs> Hixie loves him, eh? Is that a is that a yes? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's he did. nodding. He's going. Yep. <laughs> Very interesting to see Origi back in the prem. I don't know how many minutes he's getting. He did come on for a little bit for Forest, so be interesting to see how they're playing with him. Mm. And whether he's still a, a 10, 15 I'm minute player. They just play him for five minutes at the end of the game if they need to win. Yeah. That's the only that's, that's all we <laughs> did. Nothing the rest of the time. That's all we ever did. <laughs> Every mate. time you put him on for half an hour, he stinks it up. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, into the next game, oh. Liverpool versus Brentford, I think went exactly how everyone yeah. thought that was going to. Bit unlucky, Nunez. A few very interesting offside calls, and I kind of want to, I guess I didn't bring these up earlier. If the toe of a player offside next, fuck me. I think that's any a bit part rich. of the body that you can score with offside next. That's yeah, a rule. Even if it's millimeters, that's the rule. rule. We've had heaps of offsides this year for millimeters. Garnacho got done for millimeters at the Emirates. I'd agree if it was a crossed ball in the six-yard box, and the only thing that touches the ball to go in is that toe. I'd call it then. If you're 40, 50 yards out and your big toe is in front of the defender, there's still a lot of work to do. I yeah. don't think there's a disadvantage, like an advantage yeah, for the striker. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And that sort of goes back to I heard someone else talking about last week, that one with Harry Maguire, right? Mm. Uh, and someone brought up the point that, okay, how, how the hell can a minuscule offside by a six foot five center half mm. when they're. 10, 15 meters away from where the ball lands. Yeah. 
how does that in any way, shape, or form equal an advantage? Because he's never going to get – if everyone's running at their quickest, he's going to be the slowest, slowest one there. there yeah. So I, I can understand that point to a degree, which I think maybe down the track, maybe they look at, you know, thickening those offside lines I think, to give yeah. a bit of that benefit of the doubt. And I think it's been happening a lot this year. Lots of people are raising that issue that it's a fucking toe. Mm. It's a couple mil. Because you're not really gaining an you're not advantage gaining an it. advantage there. So I think I reckon they will and it's review robbing that. us of goals. Yeah, I think it's I think they're going to review that after this season for sure. Because a lot of people have brought it up. A mm. lot of people are complaining about it. It's all over social medias. I'm pretty sure Fabrizio actually mm. posted something about Nunez is offside. Yeah. So and I think that that's that's a simple way to sort of solve it is yeah. g- give like you know maybe a six inch block. Where you go, okay, well, the lines are blocked. If there's any overlap of those two six-inch, yep. well, you've got your your main <clears throat> I think, line that they run off. But yeah. then, you know, I think the other argument was Nunez's no shoulders and knees were in line, if not further back than the mm-hmm. defender. So, yeah. again, there's no real positioning advantage yeah. to Nunez there. It's mm-hmm. just his fucking size 12 foot. Yeah. Is a little bit further. Yeah, so, and that's the – yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly like – and we get robbed of those – those moments, yeah, yeah. like I, I go back to that Garnacho one because that was a huge. That was one one that game at the Emirates away, yeah. and Garnacho goes and scores. And you have this massive celebration, and then three minutes later, you're all back in the middle, and it gets chalked off because it's like it's one of those bees dick ones. Yeah, and then Arsenal come back down and score two goals like that, bang bang, in the next ten minutes. Um, so. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's, it's something we talk about every week. Yeah, I've got um, a question. Yeah, life Shoot. life before VAR or after? Before. Yeah, I don't know. Depends. It depends on what we're talking about. What like the ones they're getting rid of, like the real howlers. Mm. Like there were some absolutely terrible things that were being allowed, which needed to be stamped out. Yeah, but. I agree. But then the other side of it. But what's now happened is yeah. the quality of referee has They're letting dipped. things go. They're letting it go because they don't have to worry about mm-hmm. it. They've got three other blokes watching that still can't make the right fucking mm-hmm. decision. So look at the, the era from like 2000 to 2010. You would never question any one of those umpires, those refs, because they I knew what was it, happening. It, yeah. There was some howlers, yeah, unlucky, human error that happens. But now the quality of refs is fucking abysmal Mm. and it's ruining the game. Mm. Saying that, I agree, it's crucial to have VAR in certain moments. I think World Cup level, Champions League level, yeah. I think any any top tier of football has to have that backup, but I think... It shouldn't be relied on. Mm, it is relied on. Yeah, it it should be backup, not relied on. I think in the Prem, it's definitely due for the Prem, but... Uh, yeah, they they're relying on it too much. The problem is too, you get two different sorts of officiating as well. Yeah. If you're going from the Premier League then to Europe, the officiating is that different. Like yeah. if you go back to that Copenhagen game that we played, you've got two penalties that get get given, which w- both of them wouldn't have been a penalty in in the Premier League. Yeah, those little hand like flicks up into their hand or something, they wouldn't have paid them. Yeah, right in the Premier League. So that's yeah. two goals you wouldn't have got that you got in that. And that happens every week in that little switch over. So I don't, it never surprised me when 
the English teams don't do as well in Europe because they're so used to playing to the rules of the Premier League, which are different. Yeah. In in the rules are the same, but they're officiated different. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, that's up to whoever's looking at it. But um, we'll move on to the last game. We did touch on it a little bit earlier, but the Chelsea City game. Emre, what are your thoughts? Do I you loved any? it. I loved it. Loved it. I, I thought good it was, game. It was did you watch the whole thing? Watch. I did watch the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, fuck yeah! But, picked a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh, picked a good one for the first one of the season. But yeah, it, it's <laughs> got robbed. Still got robbed. Still got robbed. I I agree. I think that penalty is a bit soft. But how cold was that Cole Palmer celebration though? Yeah, At the yeah, end, yeah, I just like not bad. Not bad. You know, I like it. I'm that like good. It. He reckons he doesn't even practice penalties. Just trusts that, like, in his own ability that he doesn't practice them. But when did he say that? No, that's what he, he – I think he said it in one of the interviews that they had or something. Yeah. I call bullshit, mate. Maybe, but – Yeah, at that level, you've got to practice them. Maybe, maybe not. How do we know unless Cole tells us? So I'll tell you right now, <laughs> if Chelsea isn't practicing penalties – if Cole Palmer keeps taking off the way he is, he might be. Brafs, might be something. Brof saluting in the air for this. He likes his call. You goat conversation, mate? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Move over, Lionel Messi. Uh, Cole Palmer's could, taking the stage. Man City could regret telling him. I, 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 I agree there, actually. 50 or something. Uh, something like 45, 50. 40, somewhere around that. Seven, 48. Mm. Not, not a huge amount. I think it was a bit of a swap deal with Kovacic, though. Yeah. Yeah, well they only paid you like thirty twenty five or thirty for him, I think. But I mean he's what, thirty forty is forty forty mil. Yeah, forty, 40, mil 40 pound, million. So forty million <laughs> sterling. A swift forty pound, mate. Sterling um, pound. All right. Uh I think uh that wraps it up for yep. the best match, team of match the day twelve. Best team of the week and why? Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll Emre? I'll have that call. Mm. Who you got? I, I, I wrote down Chelsea and Liverpool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I wrote down Chelsea and Man City, actually, because they both impressed me. Game of the round, game of the year, probably. So I think they both deserved a shout. I'm probably going to say Villa, to be honest. Solid, solid run. They're keeping up there. They might drop one week, but they'll come back next week and go two or three games in a row again. So I think Villa is my team a week there. Worst and why? Mm. And why? Tottenham. Yeah. For fucking bottling it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've, got a, you've got a good shout there. Um, Two goals after 90 minutes. Yeah, horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I reckon my worst team this week is probably Brighton. Newcastle. Newcastle pretty. I've, I've yeah. got Newcastle, but yeah. She- Sheffield's fucking what? Bottom of the mm-hmm. sticks. Like, they've been very poor. They've been horrible. So, And especially at home, Brighton at home. Exactly. Not like it, it's. I mean, Sheffield United's got a good stadium and a good following there. It can be a little bit harder to travel, but yeah. Still, like, uh, yeah. you shouldn't be losing. Mm. losing uh, I think Newcastle, even though they've got a few injuries, you've got plenty of other teams like Chelsea and. You know, Tottenham, United, well, Tottenham obviously only one or two games, but United and Chelsea have been dealing with injuries all, all season. And I don't think you can just use that as an excuse for a poor performance like that. They still got five or six of their starting yeah. 11 there. So, the, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's enough of an Trippier excuse. Just screaming to, that the whole especially squad's Bournemouth, fucking gone. Especially at Bournemouth, yeah. where they're, you know, in the relegation. 
sort of chat. But and this is the thing: you can never write Bournemouth off. Mm. Like every season for the last two or three seasons, they've just been dangerous. They they hover around twelve to fifteenth. Mm. Like they're a scary team. Honorable mention: almost fucking fumbled that. Jesus Christ! Honorable mention to uh, Burnley, bottom of the league, still managed to get one past Arsenal. So. All right, we'll uh, we'll jump into a break. I think we're going to have a little bit of a chat about favorite players from from each of the boys here, from past and present. Yeah, outside of their own clubs, obviously. Otherwise, it's a Yuck. bit of a one way street with with Andy over here. I can hear the cat meowing in the back. Jack's got nothing. Just absolutely out of it. Yeah. Who's uh, old mate that uh, did the cat? Oh, Palace? Kurt Zuma. No, Zuma. <laughs> Jack's just done a Zuma. Cat, cat kicker. All right. Just a disclaimer there. No one's kicked any cats. <laughs> Bet responsibly. Anyway, uh, we'll go into a break and we'll have a chat soon. Oh, <laughs> 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 right, we're back in from our little break there. Jumping straight into it, fellas. I'll go to <laughs> bitch. Okay. I said what I said. <laughs> All right, we'll go to Andy first. Favorite current player outside of Liverpool that you like to watch at Henri. the moment? Henri, <laughs> current player. Current player. I like watching Hoyland. Mm-hmm. I think there's lots and lots of potential in him. Probably unfortunate that he's at United, but you can't win them all. Huh? Mikhailo Mudrik. No. What? Gross. Disgusting. <laughs> Spell it M-U-D because he's fucking mud, mate. <laughs> he's nothing. Um, I'd, probably, I'd probably take from outside of United, I really do enjoy the way that, even though he's 39, the way that Thiago Silva plays. Like, for a defender, I know defenders aren't flashy, but some of the shit he does, man. He's just, he's a solid, hey. He's unreal. Like, he's one of the players that I would just take any day, straight. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, so that that's mine. If you Both, gave me Joe Gomez or <laughs> yeah. Thiago Silva. <laughs> Bro, who have you got outside of Liverpool? Producer's going to chime in on this one because I love this conversation. Welcome in, mate. For me, there's two players at the moment that I absolutely love watching. One of them is Ollie Watkins at Aston Villa. True. He's dominating not only goals, assists, but he he's going to be that good. He's going to get he's going to get poached soon. He's not going to stay yeah. at Aston Villa. There's no right. way. I, in fact, I think he's going to move out of the Premier League, but that's a story for another day. Oh, big um, call. And I don't know. He's got that English player about him. I reckon he's suited to the you, Premier League. Yeah. You think they're about Duke Bellingham, tec- though? Yeah, like- but I don't think he's technical enough to go to continental Europe. And the other one I love watching, which I've said at the start of the year, is James Ward Prowse. Yeah. Good he's call. So good to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so good to watch. I can't wait to get into the plays that we used to love growing up. It's it's funny you say that, like, because I was going to call out both West Ham and Villa players as well, because those two teams have surprised me the most. Yeah. They have some quality, quality boys in there. That I think everyone's kind of overlooking. No, do you want to know who I love yes. to watch at the moment? Yes, we do. Please, Ivan Tony and Sandro Tonali. Oh God! Bang, <laughs> bang! <laughs> yeah, you watch their you watch their live streams when they're <laughs> Jack's in the background screaming. He's going to bet yeah. on it. Yeah. No, nah, but genuinely, who do you actually enjoy watching outside of? 
Chelsea. You're a fuckhead. He's <laughs> <laughs> goat. I like Sobos like. Yeah. Even though we give it indie shit for <sighs> sucking him off all the time. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. No. Fuck no. Nothing from Arsenal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, though. <laughs> can't can't favour any other London clubs. No, but I, and I do like James Madison as well. Yeah. Who, Matoma? Matoma. I was actually just thinking mm-hmm. about that. Matoma's all I was right. genuinely thinking he would have a good shout at, at most people's, just with how direct he is. Mm. Uh, honestly, actually, while I'm thinking about it as well, being direct, Doku. I like the way he plays. Yeah. Uh, I like the way he plays, yeah. but we haven't seen enough of him yet. So that's it, and yeah. it's it's too early. Mm. I, I would. I like Phil Foden. Yes, Foden is very nice. Actually, you know what? I probably should have just said Alvarez at the start. I've been bigging him up all year. Yep. He's, yeah, he's true. Very good. And to be honest, when uh, De Bruyne comes back, that's going to be a tough decision because he's been killing that number ten position. I get it. De Bruyne will walk straight back in. Yes, he will. But shut the fuck up. Yeah, you'll be playing Newcastle got, Jets you've got, before he plays over <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Nah, you've got Kevin De Bruyne a, is a the genuine, most underrated player of all time. Underrated. He's literally now the best player in Premier League history. No. Just yeah. No. Who, who he's can not. You, who's better? No, who's he's better? Not. He's not even he's in the conversation he, of best midfielder. He's not Who's better? Best player. Who's had a who's had a better longevity career? Like you can go like, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo played. Yes, of course, better player. If we're talking, but if you're talking genuine Premier League from start to finish, from when De Bruyne has been in there for the longevity of it, longevity you could pick about five United players in the oh, golden of course. years, like Rio Ferdinand. So, you can pick a lot of once Wayne again, Rooney are going to be up there. This you is could, the argument we have every week with fucking King of the Hill. Yeah, De Bruyne right now and the last five or six or seven years. The peak of Premier League. Absolute talent everywhere. Though? Yes. Watch what happens. Is like, it the it's peak funny though? enough I say yep. watch what happens when De Bruyne's out the side. I would top say of the that... table, but like, man, he's the anyway, best. What, he's my favorite player of all time. What would you <laughs> think is the peak Premier League? I would have said probably 2000, 2000 to 2005. 14, yeah. 15, maybe. I reckon that, that 15 year block would be the peak yeah, in terms of like. Was when was the Invincibles? Was that oh five or six? No, that was like two oh three. Yeah. Was so it, or maybe oh three oh four. Actually, th- those years with Thierry Henry in the league, mm-hmm. um, Ben Nistelrooy, mm-hmm. the I'll, I'll call that. That's fucking gigs, some good you football. Keane, you got fucking Lampard, Skulls, Gerrard, Drogba. But again, Drogba. this is the argument I make. Back then, they were great players. They still are great players, but. The level of defenders and midfielders that they were playing against isn't as high as what it is now. Yeah, There's so much yeah, more development. Yeah, no, no, no. Chelsea have still got the record for conceding the least amount of least amount of goals in 2005. So we conceded 15 goals in that season. Mm-hmm. No mm. team has ever beaten under Mourinho. Yeah, mm. nobody's ever team. So if you talk about the the level of defending, that's the fucking top tier of defending. That's fair. Mm. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll cop that. Anyway, we've got way off fucking yeah, track. Here. Um, Enjoy that, guys. Back on, back let's, on Phil Foden. Let's, let's jump back. back. on Phil Foden. <laughs> back on Phil Foden. If he was on fire, I wouldn't yeah. piss on him. Yeah. I can't stand Fair him. Don't yeah, like I don't him. like I don't him. Like yeah, him. I don't really He's like a wanker. him. But anyway, we'll jump from that straight <laughs> into ex-players, not current. Mm. Favorite to watch, whether it's, you know, old highlights or anything like that. Louis Suarez. For old players to watch. Yeah, yeah but we were talking about non-Liverpool players for you. <laughs> Barcelona yeah, <but> Premier League <laughs> players. Torres. Nah, there's there's no one. So 
I think that's a stupid question. No, it's not. Yes, it is. How is that a stupid question? How is that just well, I've not, wa- I've right. not never watched... watched any player other than a Liverpool player. Literally. Okay. Because right, don't I worry about it. Before the podcast, Emily, what's yours? <laughs> before the podcast and actually having to research, yeah. I only ever watched games when we were playing other teams. Mm-hmm. So, so what about I was teams only, that you I only played? ever watched. I don't fucking know. We always won. What? Yeah, maybe, maybe fucking after 2017, you never won before that. For the ne- the 25 years before that, <laughs> right? I'll give you one. This guy was unbelievable, man. No matter what side he was in, whether he was in a team that was like battling around the big six, or he was trying to keep his team relegated uh, n- from not being relegated, huh. Eddie Howe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Eddie Howe, the goat, my man. Yeah. Sort of looks like me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but my favourite, Jermaine Defoe. He Ooh. was that good man. It's not even funny. Mm. He was that guy. Every single season he'd be averaging 15 goals minimum. And no matter where he was playing at, and people were like, oh, he was playing at Tottenham. Oh, he he went play at good. Palace. Uh, went yeah. played at wherever he played at. He banged goals. He kept sides up. And... Again, we talked about sort of like Hoyland where he just sort of can try and finish it, Nunez, a couple of players that are currently. He was that guy back then, similar to Solanke now that we're talking about again as well, Yeah, that literally just put the ball in the net and either got them that draw that they needed or got them the win. Underrated player. Yeah, I, I agree there actually. I I'm, think Defoe was very, very underrated through yeah. his career with the people he kind of played with in the same, same years. So, yeah. But anyway... It kills me to say this as uh, one of the opposition, you know, uh, rivalry players, but man, Sergio Aguero, what a fucking yeah legend, cool legend. And can, is what it. is it? We cannot replace him, <laughs> <laughs> and then gets Haaland. <laughs> we cannot Robert replace Robert. him. <laughs> um, man, he's just. Ah, those those South. Oh. I get like we lost the fucking league to him scoring that last minute goal, and I watched that, and that gives me like goosebumps, goosebumps. watching that. I even though that, that's like a heartbreaking moment, I think that gives everyone goosebumps. That's just fucking grouse, insane like, shit, yeah. man, insane shit. And he just used to do it all the time. And I, I think, uh, to be honest, I reckon he's a player that kind of left the league with no big. Big exit, like no one really. He kind oh, of just they, left. Yeah, they did. No one was, really cared. He got injured, didn't he? And then they, yeah. So he missed the last few games or something of the season. Yeah, and then he went to Barcelona and barely played a game mm. and had to retire. Mm. But I agree there. Those South Americans, mate, mm. fucking great footballers. What about you, Emre? You got one? Man, I don't know. All I can think about is Henri. Mm. Yeah, Burkamp. Yeah, and that, and and, mm. and those players like. I can understand anyone saying Henri. Yeah. Coming, coming back. To watch like a player that oh, you could just man. sit there and watch what he does, yeah. like fucking magic. <laughs> yeah. I remember being a kid and we didn't have fucking – every now and then we saw the Premier League on SBS or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you had a DVD. Just highlights. And it was like all yep. the goals of the season yep. and you had like two years back. Mm-hmm. And you'd chuck it on and you'd you know, watch and you'd see Henri. Half of the video was Henri. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> going back to – my guess, I guess, Beckham or mm-hmm. Van Nistelrooy. Mm-hmm. To be honest, growing up, those two boys were like, fuck. I hate the Nist- stick that Beckham gets now. Beckham gets so much Because hate. he didn't have the stats to Mate, back up, but man, he was... I, I would pick him in the midfield any day, hey. And Van, Van Nistelrooy, 
any ball you give to him. He was almost like Van Persie. Just any ball that come to him, fucking went in the back of the net. Hey? Van Persie was in my head like Arsenal Van Persie. Yep. I was sitting Great there Great player as well. Maybe, but Aguero. They're both Dutch, yeah. For me, but- Beckham's one of those guys that's had that career where you look at it and you go, underrated, and then you become overrated. Yeah. And then you become underrated. Yeah. Then you become overrated again. It's like, oh, it's fucking Beckham. And then he was underrated again. Yeah. And it was just probably the drama that surrounded it. And for people that haven't watched that doco out there, it's actually really good to watch. Like, the shit that he probably went through with, like, that resilience and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. Oh, there's a lot of people. A lot of people. Oh, of course. But there's the element of it. There's, like, there's there's the pretty boy side of it. Yeah. But then there's also the element of it. It's just like, fuck, man. He he went through some shit. Mate, all of England. And then he goes and delivers in that fucking World Cup game. Yeah. Where he fucking hits, hits that. Fucking free kick, man. That's what I mean. I've been watching England. that years ago, and I'm like, oh yeah, when he was great, a captain. great free kick, great free yeah. kick. Yeah, but then you find out the story behind it. Mm. The, uh, yeah, especially with their age, you don't necessarily like that was. What, and he 19, got put with the captaincy at that stage 99. in his career. It's like, mm. wow, like that's like the worst thing you could possibly do to a bloke in that situation. But like, but he took a, it, a young took captain. He took that pressure. The whole him. country hated that man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hated him so yeah, for him they to need kind to get of get that chopper on him, like, <laughs> <fast. laughs> mate. They're not part of the country, you should know. No, that. they're not. No. But the scouts aren't part they of the country, they'll tell you. Up in the fucking- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, I, I agree on that because people go, like, Oh, David Beckham's not even the best player ever. It's like, Oh, he's obviously not. not. Obviously not. not, but he's an icon of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he brought other people into the game that didn't watch it, mm-hmm. like fashion people, fucking. Uh, ice spice, posh spice, fucking whatever <laughs> spice, spice you want, pumpkin spice. I don't give a stuff, mate. Or was it posh spice takes it up the ass? Yeah. That's what they were chanting. There's that whole element to it as well, but, like, man, he could fucking obviously play as well. You can't mm. you can't just be that bloke that's so arrogant, think that's think that an absolute up. gun like mm. a lot of players that have played but can't talk the talk, walk the walk. He could mm. do a bit of both and he had – Stages throughout the games, but he's one of the best. Not only people say he's the best free kick taker. I I disagree on that. I think he's a good free kick taker, but I think he was a better crosser into the box than a lot of people. Oh yeah, he, he's a great suited play the maker. older like four four two English style. Of, he's a playmaker. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because you used to have those those wingers that were like midfield wingers, not attacking wingers, and it used to be you know you have your two big. Or you have your one big centre forward and your your smaller centre forward, or you know the old put the ball in the box and get something to happen. I'll leave, I'll leave it with this, and I'll let you boys finish it off. And I'm sure we're about to round it up anyway. Emre wants us to speak about this, but Sen. I've got another one actually as well that I want to talk about before SCN. we close it up. Fuck, yeah, no. midfielder of yeah. midfielders, man. I loved watching him too. I actually quite enjoyed watching him play too. Hey, the smile on my face. Yeah, as soon as he said his yeah. name, <laughs> it haven't seen you glow like this for a while, mate. Since preseason. <laughs> no, Do you man. blame him. Yeah, Jackson's got four goals. Yeah, in two yeah. games, he's turning around. Don't worry. Um, Turn it around. I think. One of those two against fucking Tottenham were three nothing goals. Three. Yeah, but the the second two, the first one was good. Anyway. Second two or nothing. <laughs> now I'm I'm touching down in on the opposite side of Liverpool here, and I'm not happy about it. About it, but I think a very underrated player that I liked to watch was Timmy Cahill. Mm. And Everton. the Aussie connection. The Aussie connection. So he was underrated there. To be honest, I think he's a great player. I hate his attitude. He's a bit of a smart cunt, mm. but I think he has been one of the biggest 
probably names in Aussie footy. Oh, yeah. Everyone and, knows who Timmy Cahill is. And too. I think he was very underrated in the Prem. Mm-hmm. He was, like Jack said before about Defoe, one of those players that just kept Everton in the top flight. Mm. Needed to score when he needed to score. Dangerous yeah, on the ball. Put it on his head. Yeah. Like, just put the put ball on, on, put on Timmy Cahill's head. 40 and yards Australia out. It'll still it go well. in. Yeah. Australia did it heaps of times. He yeah. Fucking so, bailed us out of, well, you know, we weren't expecting great performances. But, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, I think Timmy Cahill, yeah. We might, we might just round this up because I think uh, CEO's getting... <laughs> <laughs> I think his tea's ready, so we'll wrap it up there, guys. Thanks thanks for listening. Make sure you go and follow us on on our socials if you haven't already. Uh, from the spot underscore SC, make sure you follow the Sports Confidential podcast. Uh, we'll turn the, what is it, notification, the little bell, click the bell. Follow their uh, Instagram pages and all that. And we'll see you guys, I guess, maybe next week, maybe the week after before the international break finishes. I reckon, I reckon we do one just before or after the international, yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. You just don't. I'd love to see you boys weekly. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nah, boys. Have a good one, fellas. Uh, and hopefully we don't go crazy with any Premier League football for a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 good night. Oh,